0: Let's check out your headlines for today. To do that, we'll bring in Andrew Graham from the 980 CFPL newsroom. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning, Devin. Let's uh, start with a stabbing at H.B. Beale Secondary School yesterday. That's right. A very
1: concerning story. London police say a teenage girl was arrested yesterday morning following a stabbing at a school near the city's downtown. It was around 11.30 a.m when emergency crews responded to a report of a stabbing at H.B. Beale Secondary School. Now, according to police, a suspect was arrested and a female victim was transported to hospital with serious but non-life-threatening injuries. Police told Global News that the stabbing occurred inside the school. Thames Valley District School Board officials said in an email that members of their traumatic events response team are available to support staff and students in processing the impact of this event. Now the investigation is ongoing and police say more information will be provided as it becomes available.
0: We will follow that closely throughout the day. As you heard on the program yesterday, London's new city council is going to hold a special meeting today. That's
1: right. The meeting was called by Mayor Josh Morgan and will be held at noon today in response to the Ontario government's proposed Bill 23. Also known as the More Homes Built Faster Act, Bill 23 looks to spur new construction through a number of sweeping changes for municipalities and conservation authorities. But those changes have come under fire with critics saying they threaten city finances as well as the environment. Morgan says he's most worried about the massive reduction in development charges, which are fees applied to new builds to help pay for city infrastructure. In a preliminary analysis of the bill, the Association of Municipalities of Ontario said it would result in the transfer of $1 billion in costs from developers to taxpayers without any likelihood of improved housing affordability. Now Morgan says he wants the province to carry out more
0: consultations before the bill is passed. Well, speaking of the Ontario government, we are learning more about their tentative deal with CUPE. That's right. Just some bits and
1: pieces coming in here. Education Minister Stephen Lecce says that a tentative agreement reached with CUPE over the weekend will provide the union's lowest paid members with a, quote, significant pay increase that equals out to about 4.2 percent annually. Lecce made the comment to reporters at Queen's Park on Monday as he discussed the 11th hour deal to avert a strike that would have shut down in-person learning in most boards this week. Now, CUPE members still have to ratify the agreement, a process which is expected to take until Sunday to complete. QP has said that the tentative agreement provides a $1 flat rate hourly wage increase for all workers, which would equate to a 3.59% annual increase when averaged out across its membership. QP represents support, uh, school support workers, including custodians, early childhood educators, and school administration staff.
0: Let's uh, shift gears over to the Emergencies Act inquiry, which has been uh, pretty busy this week.
1: Very busy. Emergency
0: Preparedness Minister
1: Bill Blair told the inquiry, probing his government's decision last winter to invoke special powers to clear the Freedom Convoy protest. But he warned his cabinet colleagues to keep their rhetoric temperate. The first federal minister to testify at the commission, Blair said he worried inflammatory language from the government could incite an inflammatory response and draw more people to the protest that paralyzed downtown Ottawa and some international border crossings he said he was concerned about the security and integrity of canada's borders and critical infrastructure explaining quote you don't have to blow everything up to render it unusable. Now, CSIS Director David Vigneault also testified yesterday and said he told the Prime Minister he believed invoking the act was required based on what was happening across the country. More top government ministers will continue testifying today, beginning with Public Safety Minister Marco Mendicino. Meantime, an RCMP threat assessment prepared shortly after Freedom Convoy protesters arrived in Ottawa last winter says people online were trying, trying to find out Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's location. The series of assessments were tabled before the public inquiry probing the Trudeau government's use of the Emergencies Act. RCMP intelligence analysts reported seeing such activities several days later after Trudeau announced he was isolating due to a COVID-19 diagnosis.
0: And this is something that I think a lot of people will identify with. Uh, Chris Hemsworth has announced he's taking a break from acting.
1: That's right. Hemsworth made the decision after receiving news that he had a heightened genetic risk of developing Alzheimer's disease. Hemsworth learned that he has two copies of a specific gene which can increase one's chances of developing Alzheimer's 8 to 12-fold and is associated with the earlier onset of the the, the disease, according to the Mayo Clinic. Now, about 25% of the population has one copy of this gene, but Hemsworth is in the 2.23% that inherited the gene from each parent. Hemsworth discovered this heightened genetic predisposition while undergoing tests for his Disney Plus documentary series, Limitless which sees the Thor actor test his body and explore new ways to live longer and healthier. Hemsworth told Vanity Fair that the tests confirmed his biggest fear. The results were not a total surprise for him because the actor's grandfather is currently being treated for Alzheimer's.
0: Well, let's check out what happened on this day in history. In 1718, the English pirate Blackbeard was killed during a battle off the Virginia coast. Blackbeard, whose real name was thought to be Edward Teach and his gang of pirates, had terrorized sailors on the Atlantic Ocean and the Caribbean Sea for two years. He was actually uh, beheaded and this, I've... Uh, Being a big uh, uh, fan of uh, pirate history, it's really interesting to read about. Nonetheless, in 1906, the SOS distress signal was adopted at the second international radio telegraphic convention in Berlin, replacing the call sign CDQ, sometimes explained as come damn quick. The letters SOS is not an abbreviation for an acronym, but they were selected because they were easy to transmit. Over the years, however, it has become associated with such phrases as save our ships or save our souls in 1922 the royal Agricultural winter fair first opened its gates in toronto it has since been held annually except during the second world war years considered the largest indoor agricultural show in the world the fair also signaled the emergence of the royal horse show one of canada's premier international equestrian events in 1957 the first ship passed through the iroquois lock of the St. Lawrence Seaway at Cornwall. In 1963, U.S. President John F. Kennedy was shot as he rode in the presidential motorcade in Dallas. He died minutes later in hospital, and Lyndon Johnson was sworn in as president. The Warren Commission was appointed to investigate his murder and concluded Kennedy was uh, killed by a single bullet fired by Lee Harvey Oswald. In 1973, in a TV address, Prime Minister Pierre Trudeau said Canadians, or asked Canadians, to voluntarily restrict their consumption of fuels and predicted an energy rationing program at the retail level would be needed if Canadians did not cooperate. In uh, 1986, Mike Tyson defeated Trevor Burbick by a knockout in the second round to win the World Boxing Council's Heavyweight Championship in Las Vegas. At the age of 20 years and five months, he was the youngest heavyweight champion in history. In 1999, Wayne Gretzky was inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame. On this day in 2013, the city of Dallas unveiled a new monument at uh, Daly Plaza, marking 50 years uh, to the day since the assassination of U.S. President John F. Kennedy. And on this day in 2018, Toronto's St. Michael's College School announced the principal and board president had resigned so the private all-boys Catholic school could move forward without distraction as it dealt with multiple allegations of sexual and uh, just flat-out assault by students. Celebrating a birthday, today we have tennis legend Billie Jean King turns 79, Stephen Van Zandt is 72, Jamie Lee Curtis is 64, Mark Ruffalo turns 55, Scarlett Johansson is 38, and Haley Bieber is 26.